Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today on Missionary Talks, I'm talking with Josiah Ritchie. Josiah is a missionary working really in communications with missionaries and connecting people in the churches to missionaries on the field. Uh, So, Josiah, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what your ministry is? Sure. Uh, The uh, vision statement that my wife and I have put together for what we do is that we desire to inspire the next generation of missionaries by facilitating personal relationships with current missionaries. So, like Dave was just saying, communications and trying to figure out where those connections come into place. Um, Spend a lot of time at the home office of Fellowship International Mission where I operate, you know, making sure that they as a, a mission have a, a core that's good at uh, handling technology and that communications that are so important to missions now. Um, but I'm also working, working with missionaries uh, to help them understand the potentials that come with that and the dangers uh, that come with all this technology that's constantly changing and available. And I'm uh, looking constantly for more opportunities to be involved in churches because there's really those three are the major groups uh, to, to each be communicating uh, and by being in churches really touched that uh, that vision of uh, bringing the next generation of missionaries uh, to a point where they can interact and be inspired by current missionaries. Then from what you're saying I, I hear geek uh, screaming uh, through the microphone. <laughs> do, Absolutely. Do you consider Absolutely. yourself a geek, and uh, in that, have you found it? Uh, what's kind of been your your story? How you've gotten from being a normal person to uh, a real geek to being a missionary geek? How did you get there? <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, God's been working this out for a long time really to me uh he he know he made me a slow methodical thinker so he's been giving me little bits and pieces all along the way so it started in my my family my mother uh, was a missions major in college my dad's always been interested in technology uh you know they met and married they had me and in some ways i'm the natural (laughs) result of that uh i'm the oldest of four uh so that there's but those passions of uh, missions, which really both my parents were were passionate about, and the passion for technology that my dad has uh, always had, uh, came together. I had a lot of missionaries come through our home when I was uh, young and and growing up, and often my dad was helping them out with their technology, with their computers, and uh, giving opportunities to them to to grow and develop. Uh, and so God really used those to build a passion in me for both of those things. And as I got into high school, I started realizing that those weren't necessarily contradictory, mm-hmm. that um, the two could join together and that, that uh, technology was an important part of missions. And you know, even missions has pressed technology in a lot of different ways. Uh, missions, you know, we often think of the church as being kind of behind the technology, but, but missions is an area that's always press technology. There's, they're the ones that have pressed in you know, medical technology and in education and whatnot. Uh, and even now we're pressing into global communication. Um, so understanding those things and bringing those things together, then uh, you know, I slowly God was developing in me as I went through my high school years. You know, maybe you could do a little bit something here and a little there. And you know, like I said, I'm a slow thinker, so mm-hmm. he's slowly giving me these things. Uh, up to the point where I went to a large youth missions conference with uh, the youth group that I was with, and 
there I heard the story about a missionary who really, <clears throat> I guess, kind of was that spot that really pounded into me. Here is, you know, what what God's heart is. Uh, and the missionary, I don't remember what his name was. I don't remember what area of the world it was in, but I remember that his heart was about people and that he he lived in his office. He slept under his desk so that he didn't have the expenses related to having a, another home. And he had a small office, small as he could, and that gave him the room to use the resources he would have used in those to uh, be able to serve the people that God sent him to serve. The The way and the passion that he expressed that with really struck me. So it's kind of at that missions conference, uh, after hearing that story and mulling that over my head, that I really realized that my passion was to serve missionaries in technology and to give people like that guy the best that I could to help them do what God had given them to do. So, you know, sometimes it's thought of as a support missionary, uh, give them the, the foundations to do that in, um, and, and be the guy who's constantly learning everything so that other people don't have to learn all this stuff and say, here's the piece that you need because, you, you know, all that stuff, you, you know, I spend a great deal of time just learning what's new and, you can't, every missionary can't do that. Right. So all of that stuff stepped up to, you know, I, I knew by the time I was leaving uh, my high school period that I wanted to go into missions. Um, and then God took that to, um, you know, what college I picked. I sat down and I looked at two colleges. And one was a really good technical liberal arts Christian college that, you know, in theory, would have been a really good place for me to be. And another one was a small Bible college. Um, and these are the two that I kind of settled down on. And I sat down in front of these things, and I felt God say, go to the Bible college, which you know, didn't make much sense to me, mm -hmm. but um, that's where I ended up. And what he did there was he put me in the IT department there, at where I ended up working for seven years. And I learned as much working there as I did in the classroom. Uh, that's stuff that's really had the opportunity to to be used as I'm stepping into mission agencies and understands not just the stuff you read about technology, but the business and the, the, the interactions of technology, how to work with people and help them understand uh, the benefits and the, the disadvantages of technology and um, a lot of the interactions. Uh, and then at college, while I'm going through all that stuff, I also met my wife and... Uh, I met the mission agency that I'm with now, uh, where I've my passion for missionaries and the unique sort of things they do. Um, uh, FIM uh, is a little different than many mission agencies in that they um, don't have a specific focus on a people group mm -hmm. or uh, a, uh, a location of the world, but you come with a call that's uh, God's placed on your heart, unique to you and supported by your church and with those two uh, we try to figure out how to make that happen so it's um there's a lot of really unique ministries different ministries going on that uh that i've run into can you give some specific examples of how you connect the people in the pew with the missionary on the field mm -hmm. uh i mean there's the, the very traditional uh email and uh you know, Traditional, spoken like a true young person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm a young one. Um, 
yeah, those things are, you know, email is still really important for the missionaries and, and, um, uh, you know, folks my age and, and younger are thinking of email as, you know, it's, it's kind of like doorknobs. Doorknobs are a technology we've always had around. Um, and email is a technology that I've almost always had. Um, so it's, it's there, you know, it's, it's not good or bad. It's just something that's always been there. Um, but with a lot of the older missionaries, it's not. Uh, and so they don't even understand how to use email as a communication tool versus all these other things. So a lot of, uh, often when I have the opportunity to speak to missionaries, we talk about how to use email, uh, how to communicate in a way that people are connecting with. And communication is so important on the reception end as it is on the, the sending end. And so understanding how to write uh, things in a succinct way and um, briefly so that the receiver sits down and actually reads it and gets something out of it rather than just being like, oh, no, there's a screen full of words. Um I'll read that later, and later never comes. So, you know, there's there's those sorts of things, the, the social elements of using technology, uh, all the different other services. Uh, of course, the younger missionaries coming in now are really pushing and exploring the newer technologies. Uh, so for them, it's saying, hold on a second, and don't forget about email. <laughs> oh. Email is still the thing that most, you know, I, I pretty consistently hear that the one type of communication that the majority of people who want to connect with your ministry are using is email. Uh, you can use Twitter and you can use Facebook, and Facebook's definitely becoming more popular, but uh, email is uh, by far the most heavily used, even uh, preferred over writing a letter a lot of times. Uh, not to say that a letter sometimes you know, written out and sent in the mail is an important thing, but whether to do that as a mass versus you know, doing a mass mailing or a mass emailing, you know, there's there's things that have to be weighed there. You have to identify your audience, who you're talking to. And of course, the older crowd of missionaries has a much older support base, and the younger missionaries have a younger support base. So there's different balances. But helping them to think through that is uh, is a lot of a lot of what I do there, so that what they're communicating is received well by the people they're mm-hmm. connecting with. A, a question in two parts. Then first. <laughs> What is it that you see missionaries generally struggle with in technological communication? And not I realize not every missionary is going to struggle with this, but in general, the types of things that you're dealing with over and over on the missionary side that they're struggling with on technology. Mm, the, the one thing, that would be hard. <laughs> um, there's... There's so many different environments. You know, we have the missionaries that have been on the field for 50 years, and the hardest thing for them is to simply understand that technology has changed, uh, that that their audience that they're talking to has changed even more than the technology, and that the technology has been a part of what that change is. And so they're behind on having interacted with the technology, and they're then therefore behind understanding how that technology impacts their audience how their audience sees things. Um, so being able to be relevant to the younger crowd is very difficult for them. The second half of the question then, what is it to, that the people in the pew struggle with in communicating with their missionaries? Do, do you see something that they are constantly saying, well, I wish the missionary knew this or knew how to do this? The thing I hear most isn't necessarily about technology, really. It's 
I just wish they would communicate. Um, but part of that is probably understanding that there's those two different perspectives I was just talking about. You have the perspective where they communicate one way and the other group communicates another way. And so sometimes it is that they're just not communicating. Other times it's that they're communicating, but they're not, you know, you're one is looking one direction and another is, is talking a different direction. And so it, it's not necessarily that they're not communicating, it's that they're not talking the same language in a, in a sense. There's information going back and forth, but the communication isn't actually getting there. Right. Yeah. In technology, we a lot of times talk about signal versus noise. It's kind of a radio terminology that's come into communications. That you know, is what you're saying noise to the person, or is it signal? Is it something they're actually hearing? And and a lot of times, because the you know, really we have two different cultures that are are ending up missing each other because they're talking different language, even though they're both using English. So it's a a noise on both directions. They don't know what each other's talking about. Well, uh, do you have a story that you'd like to share? Maybe something that you share in churches that kind of help them understand what it is you do? Yeah. Um, a lot of times uh, what I like to talk about it is how the the technology has uh, changed in other countries. That's very different from, from the, the way it, it's handled in the U.S. Uh, so cell phones have become a hugely useful tool throughout the entire world and so you hear about them in Africa and you hear about them in the Amazon jungles um, so there's two stories that kind of show this uh, for me you know, one I hear about a, an entrepreneurial fellow in Africa who decided well there's no cell phone towers in this area and I'm going to sell cell phones to the people in this village so he came up with a plan that allowed him to fill a bus with uh, cell phone technology and uh, he drives that bus in a big loop, and along the loop, he sells cell phones uh, to all the different, or mobile phones in that environment, with the same thing, different name, uh, selling these mobile phones to people along. And as that bus drives through their town, uh, they can make a call and uh, communicate with people. And that's a, a really neat way, that you know, but very unique way to to get the communication into those hands. Uh, and then they, another one is a story about. Uh, the jungle. There's a, a lady who fishes along the Amazon jungle, and you know, down by the river where she's fishing, she can't get a cell phone signal. So she'll climb up a tree and uh, find a cell phone signal, and then she'll call around to the different markets and find out where she can get her best price, so that she doesn't have to go to one place and hope that they have the best price. Uh, so that's cell phones are then getting into the hands of these folks, and there's exciting things happening. Uh, in technology admissions where they're starting to be able to use text messaging uh, as a discipleship tool mm -hmm. to feed uh, little bits of, um, of the Bible and, and lessons uh, to the folks that then have these cell phones all over the place uh, and get, get more of the word spread out more broadly uh, despite the lack of being able to have someone present. It's been great talking to you, Josiah. As we close, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Well, you know, like I shared at the beginning, that my desire is to inspire the next generation of missionaries by facilitating personal relationships, personal relationships with current missionaries. Uh, and so, I'd like to to just challenge you guys to think about what it is the unique things that God has made you. And I shared at the beginning about how God made me in unique ways. 
uh, to do exactly what he's given me to do. And you know, there's a, an incredible uh, peace that comes in following, even when sometimes it doesn't make much sense. Like I shouldn't, like college decision, this, you know, God worked out the plan for me to build the technology understanding in an environment where they didn't teach technology. And there's an incredible peace that comes from following directions that God gives that don't quite make sense. Um, I often think about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, uh, that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. And, um, and I, I praise God that he's shown that to be true in as far as I've gone so far. And you know, he's given me those directions. Uh, the next direction I think he's taken me is to try to get even more involved in churches and to talk. And he's starting to show me that I have a voice to talk about technology and how it in, in, interacts with you know, finding people. Uh, you know, how people's souls are and w how it's impacting people's souls. Uh, and I really want to encourage you guys to think about what it is that God has designed and made you to do and where he's calling you to be, whether it's missions or uh, other places. You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. Please visit us at missionarytalks.com.